1 Timothy chapter 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6. We're going to start reading at verse 12. 1 Timothy 6, starting at verse 12, says this. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee charge in the sight of God, who quickeneth all things, and before Christ Jesus, who, before Pontius Pilate, witnessed a good confession, that thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable unto the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we're so grateful and thankful for the blessings of the day, Lord. We're thankful that you're always there for us, Lord, that we can always depend on you, Lord. And I know there's times that maybe we let you down, Lord, but you never let us down. I just thank you, dear God, for that uh, faithfulness to us. And thankful, Lord, for uh, the mercy and grace you extend, still extend yet today. And Lord, we just pray that you'll be with those, Lord, that are hurting tonight, those in the hospital, Lord, those that are in need. Pray to Heavenly Father that you'll touch them. Pray to God as we look uh, this week and prepare for Thanksgiving, we just pray to God that many uh, will see the great blessings, Lord, that you bestowed upon them in their lives, Lord. And we're thankful, Lord, for all the blessings you've brought our way. Yes, there's been heartache in our life, Lord, but oh my, the good times, the blessings, the greatness, the joy far outweigh those valleys that we may have went through, Lord. We know to Heavenly Father, the best is yet to come. Lord, we just thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Got this message uh, from Anita's testimony this morning. Praise the Lord. And she was talking about the Lord fighting for us. And that's the thought that I have tonight. God will fight for you. God will fight for you. And, and we, well, I wanted to start out, or Lord put on our heart to start out, here in uh, Timothy, that Paul was given a charge to Timothy that I think should be a charge for all of us as his children. And in this, he was, uh, in this letter and in this particular chapter, uh, God was talking about the duties of the Lord's servant. Uh, the duties that we have, and, and I believe expectations that he has for us. This is this chapter where it talks about love, uh, that uh, in verse 10 there, uh, the love of money is the root of all evil, the love of money. Uh, many people quote that scripture, sometimes they misquote it, uh, but it's not money itself, but it's the love of money. Uh, it's that lust or that desire, that covenant, that's what gets us in trouble. And then Paul directed Timothy here a charge that said that in verse 12 that I'd read, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Now there is many times in Paul's letters he talked about fighting. He said that he had fought a good fight down toward the end of his life. And so uh, Paul was illustrating to Timothy and illustrating to us yet today that we're in a battle. We're in a battle in this life. And uh, there's an enemy out there. Uh, it says in the scriptures that we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. It's not the, the human. Yes, there's been wars down through time. And, and there's those physical battles that people have been in and fought in. But the fight that Paul is talking about, the take the good fight of faith, 
He's saying that there is an enemy out there in this world. And he said there's a battle that takes place. And, but Paul was saying this too. We, he wants you to encourage Timothy. Encouraging us to go out and fight. It's worth fighting for. Our faith is worth fighting for. Uh, to stand up upon God's word. The foundation that he had laid for his children. Paul said it's worth going out there and going into battle. God's worth that today. It's worth to be able to spread His good news. It's worth going out and telling and witnessing and testifying about what God has done for us. Even in those uh, that, that maybe don't want to hear it. Those that may push back. We still need to stand up on the Word of God and the witness that He's given to us so that we can share with others their need of salvation. That we can share with others there's a God that loves them. Because none of us here tonight, we don't want anybody going to hell. We want them going to heaven with us. And part of that piece of that is fighting that good fight down here in this world. Paul is encouraging Timothy. And he's being honest with him. There's a battle. And you're going to face some difficulty sometimes. But he gave him that wonderful charge to fight the good fight of faith. And he gave a, a, a reason for it. He said, lay hold on eternal life. He said, keep that prize that we're going to get one of these days. We're going to receive one of these days. Those that, it says, those that faint not, we're going to reap one of these days. Paul's saying it's worth it. Oh, heaven's going to be worth it one of these days, no matter what we go through, no matter the struggle, no matter the trouble, no matter the obstacle, no matter the problem, no matter how deep in sorrow that we may find ourselves. We need to continue to fight for God, fight for the faith, fight for the church, fight so that we can see heaven one of these days. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it one of these days. Praise God. We fight the good fight of faith. Uh, we look over uh, in the second letter here, 2 Timothy chapter 2. And Paul continues on saying this, uh, 2 Timothy 2 said, Thou therefore, my son, talking to Timothy, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. The same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Praise God. Uh, Paul was saying, Timothy, you need to stay focused here. Uh, you need to stay focused that there's going to be distractions that happen in this world. There's a fight out there, and you need to focus on that battle. There's a word that's got to be spread. Churches that need to be built. People that need to be saved. And Paul was telling him, encouraging him here, I need you to focus on that. There's going to be those out there uh, that's going to try to distract you. Uh, the enemy is going to try to uh, trip you up and make you fall. Uh, the, the, there's people that may come to try to destroy you or try to divert the message. He's saying focus. Focus on the battle. Uh, focus on the fight at hand. And the good news about all of this is uh, that we're not in this by ourselves. 
world. Uh, but we have God Almighty who chose us. That's what Paul was saying here. Be a good soldier. He told him to fight a good fight of faith and be a good soldier for God who's chosen you. It said that we've not chose Him, but He has chose us. How did He do that? He stirred our heart one day. He saw in us an opportunity to have somebody come and trust and believe on His Son as Savior. And He called us. He drawed us, praise God. He said He's called us from out among the world. He said we're no longer of the world. We're in the world, but we're no longer of it. We've been called out. We've been separated. We've been sanctified. We're in the army of God because He has chosen us to be soldiers of Him. Uh, how proud we should be. It should be a thing of pride within each and every one of us. God didn't have to choose me to be a soldier in this army. God didn't have to choose me to go out and preach His Word. But thank God I'm glad that He did. Uh, there's things in His life we don't completely comprehend. We don't understand everything. But that's why we got faith in Him. His ways are much higher than our ways. And I know He knows the next step in front of us when we may not know. But we have faith in Him that He's going to deliver us and see us through. Thank God that we were chosen to be a soldier in God's army. He called us and He chose us. And He doesn't just say, all right, get out there and fight and good luck to you and I hope I hope you make it over on the other side. God's not like that. He says, I'm going to be there to battle with you, to fight with you, to fight for you. So he says, he'll not put more on us than we can bear. He knows how much that we can stand in this life. He knows how much the tempter can tempt us with. But we have the power. He said, I'll, I'll provide a way out. God is there even in times where we feel like we don't want to battle. Or we feel like we can't battle on. God is faithful to be there to help us, to strengthen us, to show us things. Just in the things and the right time, He'll show us those things. Over in Exodus, over in Exodus. So we're in a battle. We've been chosen. If you're a child of God, you've been chosen as a soldier in the army. I want you to first understand that. But now let's look over in second, uh, I'm sorry, over in Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. And it says uh, this in the scriptures. This was, uh, uh, before I read this, um, this was the time that the Israelites had been saved from the Egyptians. Uh, that a death angel had passed over and uh, uh, saw the blood applied to the doorpost and the mantle and said that uh, the angel passed over. But yet the Pharaohs, the Egyptians, they didn't apply that blood. Just the Israelites. And it said of those households, the firstborn was required. There was great anguish in Egypt that night. Torment and trouble and sorrow. But it was the time that the Israelites was able to be set free from bondage. And they had been set free and they were out traveling and, and uh, they were in the wilderness. And Pharaoh's army was coming after them. Pharaoh had said they could, they could leave. He wanted them out of there at that time, but then he had a change of mind. See, the enemy will keep on coming. Just when you think the enemy stops, the enemy's going to keep on coming. Especially when you're doing the good work and you're fighting the good fight. 
And, it's, and, and people get discouraged in this life. You ever been discouraged? Oh my. If you've been on this earth very long at all, there'll be something that discourages you. And there was something that discouraged the Israel people. They had everything to rejoice about. They had been set free from bondage. Generation after generation had been in bondage. Now they were free. And they were traveling. And, and yes, there's, there was difficulties. Yes, there was, it wasn't always perfect. And they were getting discouraged. Listen to what it says here in Exodus 14. Beginning at verse 12. This is the Israelites. Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Let me stop right there just a moment. The Israelites were discouraged. The enemy was still coming after them. And now all of a sudden they see the Red Sea in front of them. And they can't get across. They've got an enemy behind them and an obstacle in front of them. I think it's what we kind of call between the rock and the hard place. What was they going to do? And they became discouraged. So discouraged that they said, this is what we tried to tell you. Just let us be in Egypt. They were in bonds in Egypt. And Pharaoh had put more work on them to do. They was dying there in Egypt. And they were set free by the mighty hand of God. And they were given, they were going to fulfill the promise that was given to Abraham. I'm going to give you a promised land. A land that flows with milk and honey. Yet all they saw was the enemy behind and the obstacle in front. But yet they were crying because of their discouragement. But then Moses came up to him and said, hey, you just need to stand still for a moment. Sometimes we get so distraught over what we find our predicament is. And we get so discouraged by that trial and that trouble and that problem. Uh, that we don't see God. We see the enemy and we see the obstacle and we don't see God. But God was there the entire time. And God spoke through Moses and told him, said you need to stand still and you're going to see the saving grace of Almighty God. That's what he was referring to when he said, see the salvation of the Lord. There in 13 he goes on, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever uh, he was saying listen this enemy that you see behind you they're going to be wiped out they're going to be gone forever I'm glad that uh, as uh, brother Timmy would, has been teaching there in the book of revelations and, and there's many things that's distraught or concerning there in that book and it talks about the awful time that's going to be when after the church is called home and the great tribulation takes place and, and the battles that's going to uh, uh, go on and on and, and listen there's going to be that period of time where it's awful but it's going to get to a point though where it says the devil and his angels are going to be cast into everlasting fire uh, there's a time that the enemy will fully be defeated never uh, to come and bother us anymore praise God the church will be called home as we preach on this morning uh, the rest at peace and joy forevermore not worrying about the enemy behind us not worrying about any obstacle that's in front of us but praise God we'll just 
us rejoice forever and ever. Uh, thank God. Why? Because of the saving grace of God. And when we're in a place where we feel like we're between a rock and a hard place, when we feel the enemies behind us breathing down our neck, and we think obstacles are in front of us, don't look at the obstacle, don't look at the enemy, but look on God. Sometimes we just got to stand still in our place so that we can see that saving grace of God. And then Moses told him this in verse 14. He said, the Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. <laughs> now Moses is saying, stand still and see the salvation of God. And he's saying, just hold your peace right now. Just calm down. Just calm down. Take a deep breath, Moses is saying. Take a deep breath right now. Because God's going to do something special. Said the enemy was destroyed. How was it destroyed? Well, God had to make a way for them across the Red Sea. He commanded Moses there to stretch that rod out, and those waters rolled back, dried up the Red Sea. So that all the Egyptians, every one, every last one, could make it across the dry ground. But when Pharaoh and the army, when the enemy went down into the bed of that sea, and Moses stuck it right back up and the waters came and destroyed the enemy. And you think about this. There was an enemy, there was an obstacle. Now, after they've seen the saving grace of God, the mighty hand of God, the God that fought for them, now the enemy's gone. And the obstacle's gone. He took care of both. I believe God, God has the ability to do whatever. Sometimes it's the obstacle He removes. Sometimes it's the enemy. But I know this. I know that we have to do our part. Moses had to get the Israelites in line and in tune with Almighty God. Sometimes we get out of tune with God, I think. When you get back in tune with Him. Because just what Moses said there, the Lord shall fight for you. Maybe next time when you feel that you're in that battle and you just don't know how you're going to get through it, you don't know how you're going to get out of it, go to God and say, God, I need you to fight this battle. I don't know how He'll speak to you or what He'll do. Or, but I know this. I know my God is faithful to His people. And it may be that He tells you to stand still. It may be that He tells you to go fight the good fight. That you continue on. But whatever it is, it's going to be the right response. God will get us through. And I know sometimes we'll say that. and Well, God will help you. Well, God will take care of it. Sometimes we do have to do our part. And sometimes our part is just to stand still and hold our peace. I find myself having as much trouble doing that as I do going out and doing something. It's hard sometimes. But boy, if we can see the saving grace of God. Now we know the Israelites and how they were disobedient down Shortly after this event, we know how they ended up 
having consequences to their decisions of wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. And if you fast forward just a little bit to the book of Joshua, book of Joshua chapter 23. Joshua chapter 23. Just want to read to you one more place here. We'll finish up. Joshua 23. Verse 6, starting at verse 6. Joshua 23, verse 6. It says, Be ye therefore very courageous to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, that ye turn not aside therefrom to the right hand or to the left, that ye come not among these nations, these that remain among you, neither make mention of the name of their gods, nor cause to swear by them, neither serve them, nor bow yourselves unto them, but cleave unto the Lord your God, as ye have done unto this day. Joshua's giving them a charge now. And he's telling them, he didn't tell them, just stand still and keep your peace. Not at this moment in time. He said, you need to continue to trust in God and hold on to Him. He said, but also, I don't want you to to cry out to these gods. I don't want you to fall down to them no matter what happens. I don't want you to fall into those traps and those snares. He goes on in verse 9, For the Lord hath driven out from before you great nations and strong. But as for you, no man hath been able to stand before you unto this day. One man of you shall chase a thousand. For the Lord your God, he it is that fighteth for you as he hath promised you. Mm. Now God using Joshua to speak to the people. God has fought for you and God is fighting for you. We can probably look down through our Christian life and we say, we, I, I, I recognize when God fought for me. Well, God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when we go back Somewhere we go back to the workplace or we do whatever we do tomorrow or the next day or this week. And we feel like that battle, we're, we're being confronted in that battle. Be encouraged by the Word of God. First off, be encouraged by what Paul said. Yes, we're in a battle, but fight the good fight of faith because it's worth it. Because God's chosen you. And think of those wonderful words. It was promised to God's people. God fights for you. Praise the Lord.